Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Foo for Thought Podcast. You can charge yeah. money. For yeah. Charge money for if you show those uh show those plates of meat. Those gams. Yeah, that's right. What are gams? Legs. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh gams are legs and yams are butt cheeks. Oh. Showing a yams. Interesting. Yeah. I have no yams, but after putting on a couple LBs. I have some gams. You got some gams on you? You got Woo! some thighs on you? Some thigh meat? Dang. Nice. Charge for that, too. Um, hi, everyone. If you don't know, we are the Food for Thought podcast. We are a bi-weekly martial arts cinema podcast where I sit down with this geezer over here, Cyrus. My name's Sean, by the way. This mm-hmm. is Cyrus. And we uh, we review martial arts films. But right. there's usually one more person with us. And there unfortunately, is? Yep, that's right. She's a lady. No. Yep. I don't believe At it. least that's what she tells me. Hmm. Um, we usually have Devin here with us. She is not here this week. I'm afraid she is out gallivanting. She's actually um fighting crime. Oh snap! <laughs> She's out. Blow up her. Yeah, that's right. She's out there fighting crime, and she uses. Oh, I was trying to think of something funny. I was about to set you up. What kind of crimes would she stop? Devin. Yeah. Not very extreme crimes. She's a very gentle woman. Maybe one step above littering. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Something wild like vagrancy. <laughs> I don't even know. No, neither do I. Oh, okay. It's vagrancy. Is that just like kind of like homeless people? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Devin yeah, will just kick homeless people. Um, yeah. Hi, everyone. This episode, we are reviewing a very particular film. And I say it's a very particular film because our patrons voted for Holy it. Holy mackerel. Um, every now and again, we throw up a, a vote or poll, I should say, on Patreon, and our patrons uh, get to vote for whatever film they want. Uh, by the way, www.patreon.com forward slash food for thought. If you'd like to give us a few dollars each month, um, we typically put content on there. We do uh, audio commentaries for movies. Uh, we do a uh, whenever we do this episode, we do another episode called Food for Thought Uncut. Today was a good one. Today was a good one, and we are working on a new feature, which will be me and Cyrus watching and reviewing cat-free films, which will be very exciting. Maybe, uh, maybe we're not sure and yet. M- and we gotta say the name. You just told me it's great. Yeah, I had two names. Well, I was either going to call it the Cat 3 Corner or I was going to call it Chat 3. It's Chat 3 without a doubt. <laughs> Sorry, it's like Chat 3. Uh, I was thinking Chit Chat 3, but that's too much. I wanted to do a um, Cat 3 podcast, just a normal Cat 3 podcast that goes up on you know po- uh, Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff. But I wanted it to be me and two other people and call it the Cat 3 Sum. I liked that yeah, idea. I thought that would have well. been called. Yeah, yeah. Like the Cat 3 movies. Yeah, exactly. So I think that would have been cool. But uh, alas, I uh, couldn't find two people that wanted to talk to me. Uh. <laughs> anyway, this week, what are we doing? We are reviewing the 1990 Yoon Woo Ping film, Tiger Cage That's 2. That's correct. Yes. And you said that the Patreon members, those beautiful people, chose that movie. But surprise, I did. It's one of my favorites. And I wanted you to see it for the first time. How many times have you seen it? Starring Jackie Chan. Jet Li. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. Co-directed that. Steven Spielberg. I thought you were going to say Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, even better. Um, you been up to much? You know what? 
I wanted to say, this is going to be wild. Yeah. Thank you so much to all my followers on Instagram. I just got a thousand, which is wild. You got a thousand followers on Instagram. You're lying. I'm lying. Oh, okay. I don't do that shit. <laughs> I don't even know what my Instagram name is called. Oh, okay. Okay. Got you. I was like, fucking hell. They just follow us on the like, podcast. Just like follow me on Instagram. Kind of cool, huh? What do you do? Have you ever posted on Instagram? No. Oh. What do you do on Instagram? Oh, I know what you do on Instagram. Well, pff. you look at those ladies in bikinis. I just scroll. Oh, yeah, that's, that's all. what everyone does. Just doom Is scrolls. that what they? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Just scroll, 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 and just. Fine bullshit. Super scroll. Yeah, that's right. Fantastic Four. Oh, and also, uh, interesting fact I found out that mm-hmm. um, Red Bull gives you wings? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I just found that shit out. It's wild. <laughs> um, Red Bull, back in the day, actually used to have chemicals that were related to methamphetamine in it. Oh, that makes sense. That's why everyone was having heart attacks. That makes sense. Yeah, I just made that up. Is it really? Yeah. Why are you making stuff up? I don't know. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last one I have, okay. I swear. Okay. Um, speaking of things that we've been up to, I have actually been binging the Halloween series recently. Oh. Um, I picked them all up on 4K, and I decided to watch them all. So far, I have watched uh, 10 of them. Jesus, man. Um, I've watched the seven, the eight original films, including H2O and Resurrection. And I've just watched the two Rob Zombie films over the last two days. Uh, so over the next few days, I'm going to review, not review, I'm going to, I'm ranking them all on Letterboxd. So I'm going to watch Halloween, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, and then I'll be done and I'll be able to rank them all. Do, does Rob Zombie put his music in those movies? He puts some fucking garbage music in, but he doesn't put his own music. He puts some good music as well. He puts Nights in White Satin on it, and that tune is a banger. Hmm. Um, no, I don't think he puts his own music in, but my God, he puts his own spin on them. Okay. That man loves a curse word. Okay. He loves a curse word, and he loves like people saying the most extreme things possible. So, Quentin Tarantino. He's worse than Quentin Tarantino. In the first five minutes of his first Halloween film, a man threatens to crawl over there and skull fuck the shit out of a woman. It's good writing. Yeah. And then in the second one, five minutes into the film, they're talking about necrophilia. I feel like I'm there. So, yeah. Good films. Actually, they're not that bad. They're just a bit... The scripts are horrendous. But the films themselves aren't that bad. You been doing anything? Watching anything? Playing anything? Holy mackerel. Uh, let's see. Um, this week at work was a little, a little tough, I guess. I had a deadline I had to meet, meet and I had 10 years to do it. Don't get started. And I did it on the last day, and I feel bad about it, and I need to work on my procrastination. And unfortunately, I have to bring it up in our group meeting, but I won't mention your name. Oh, but I met the deadline. Yeah, I know, but my point is, right, so when you get set a deadline in work, and it's, let's say, a month away, <laughs> right? Don't you don't Not, have to do it on say. the last day? Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's say let, it is a month away. You don't have to do it on not only the last day, but the last forty-five minutes of the last day. It's all good. Yeah, you don't have to do that. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to tell our entire team that. Mm. But I'm not going to bring up your name. I don't have to blame you. But right. I'm the manager. I have to do these things. Yeah. I'm trying to find what else I've watched. Let's see. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Uh, watched a little film called Tiger Cage Two. Uh, I watched the most recent Mission Impossible, and it's actually way better than I remembered. I went to the theater to see it. I thought it was good, but not great. Uh, I take that back. It's fucking awesome. Motorcycle cruise, man. Yes, yes. I've seen it. 
it's really good. It's on. Um, oh no, it's on Paramount now. You don't have Paramount, do you? Mm-mm. I can give you login details. Hey, did you see the new Indiana Jones? Yeah. Bad. No. All right. Fun. Okay. Not good. Not. I shouldn't say not good. Not amazing, but fun. All right. Fun. It doesn't. It doesn't make too many mistakes, other than it has some wonky CGI in it. When they try to make him look like. Yeah, that's perfect. The CJ, oh, is it, it? You won't be able to tell the difference. Cool. It'll, it'll blow your socks off. Cool. I, yeah. I tried to look that up on yeah. YouTube. I couldn't find it. No, it's it, it's a fun film. I think people gave it a bad rap because it's old indie, but it's I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I'd like to watch it again, actually. Hmm. It's on one of those. Yeah, okay. it should be on Disney probably. Um, I've been watching a few westerns as well. I've been I tried to watch spaghetti westerns and just they're just not my thing. Right, you don't like those. I don't like spaghetti. I like modern westerns. I don't like spaghetti westerns. I did watch Django, uh, not Django Unchained. I watched the original Django, and that was actually very good. I enjoyed that quite a lot. Um, but I also watched um the good the bad. Nope, not the good the bad. The ugly. A fistful of dollars. That's goodbye from Ugly, isn't it? It's whatever you want. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for that. But I am going to watch Once Upon a Time in the West because a lot of people say that one's good. Clint Eastwood, though, you got to give him. Oh, man. He's a good guy. Oh, he's great. He's great. The man says nothing. He chews on a cigar for two hours. He's... And you could you just watch him do that. Yeah, he's good stuff. He's, he's, good skin, stuff. he's a little string bean of a man. Yeah. And yeah. he's just putting it down. And he's still doing it. Damn. To this day, still doing it. Gran Torino. Gran Torino, he plays a dirty racist. Damn. That's so good. Do you know the tidbit about tidbit about that film? I think I do. About the racial slurs? Yeah. If you don't know, uh is in Gran Turismo. No. Gran Torino. In Gran Torino, uh <laughs> said that he refused to use the same racial slur twice. So every time he calls someone a racial slur, he uses a fresh one in each scene. So even watching it the first time. I was like, hmm. I was like, he's trying a little too hard. He runs out of them after a while, and you're just like, no, you're going for really obscure ones now. But uh, there you go. Uh, haven't been watching anything else. Haven't been up to anything else. So we'll jump immediately right into the film. Mm. So Get me in that cage. This is, <laughs> this is Tiger Cage 2. It's directed by Yung Woo Ping, and it stars... Donnie Yen, David Wu, Robin Shu, Rosamund Kwan, Carol Cheng, Cynthia Khan, Lole, uh, Michael Woods, and John Salviti. Martial arts directors were Yun Shen Yi, Yun Chung Yan, Philip Kwok, and Donnie Yen. Uh, you don't often hear Donnie Yen choreographing kind of the older films, uh, but he did work on it. And Philip Kwok, I had no idea Philip Kwok was even attached to this film. How famous was Donald in this at the time? At the time, not too famous. Not not really at all. Um, he hadn't had many wow. really old school kung fu films. Uh, but Yun Wu Ping basically decided that Donnie Yen was going to be his protege. And he was just like, okay, I'm going to put you in a whole bunch of films. So he put him in, in The Line of Duty 4, which we've done on this podcast. And then it was just like, okay, Tiger Cage 2. He's in Tiger Cage 1 as well, but he has a much smaller role. Just give this man a microphone. He knows it all. <laughs> I try. I try. Um, one thing I found very interesting, and this is for the Kung Fu fans, the second unit director on this, if you don't know what a second unit director is, basically, um, Yun Wu Ping would have directed the film, and then uh, the second unit director would have done the smaller scenes, um, when, and they would have filmed um, at the same time. But the uh, the second unit director was Lung Ka Yan, which is Beardy, uh, which really surprised me that he was the second unit director. 
And then my last tidbit about this film is that Donnie Yen, years after this film came out, he was interviewed and he claims that the sword fight at the end of this film is 85% perfect. That's what he said. What does that mean? Basically, they said, do you think like that's the best weapons fight ever? And he's just like, eh, looking back, it could have been better, but it's 85% perfect. It's pretty good from so, him. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so let's ask the obvious question, and that is, Cyrus, what the bloody hell did you think about Tiger Cage 2? Oh, God. Some nonsense, dude. Holy shit. Uh, that's interesting that you find, you would use the word nonsense. It started, if I can, strong in quotes. And then about, I don't know when, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. The love triangle, weird. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the oddest bit of the film, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel like Devin. <laughs> How did, you, did you like it? It was okay. It was all right. Next. Okay. Let me think. Let me think. No, I mean, if that's how you feel about it. You go. Maybe I'll fit, find something else. I'll be honest with you guys. I watched Tiger Age, Tiger Age, Tiger Cage two. Uh, I've watched it a few times over the years, and from the first time I watched it until recently, I didn't love the film. Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good, and for fucking some weird reason, after watching it today, I, for the first time ever, I fell in love with it. <laughs> Um, I think it is the most perfectly paced kung fu film you will find. I think it's pacing. It has issues, don't get me wrong. It definitely has issues. Um, But I think pacing-wise, Yun Wu Ping never lets you breathe before he's giving you a chase scene, a stunt scene, a fight scene, a shootout. He never lets you breathe. He's like, okay, here's a little bit of plot where they're goofing around and doing some shit. But I'm immediately going to follow up that with something like um, action packed, and I love that. I love that. I love that he just gives you that and keeps feeding you it all the way to the end. What I was going to say to piggyback off that, uh, these kinds of kung fu movies, it's kind of like a scene is created, and then the director rolls a pair of dice, and here are some of the rolls that he can get. You ready? Oh yeah, go. One is fight someone for no reason. Yeah. Okay. Uh, scene that does nothing but makes the movie an hour and a half long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, they're just driving. No okay. talking. Just like, this doesn't do anything. Yeah, no yeah. character building. Yeah, I can I can say Maybe it. Maybe a cool song. Yeah. Uh, someone nu- nude. Or some sort of naked event. There's no nude people in this. I mean, there's a little... I'm just saying blanket statement. Oh, okay. And, and there Sorry. is one. Yes, there is. Yeah. Did you watch the dub? No. I did. Well, this the scene... Where he rescues the lady. Oh, he puts her to bed. Her clothes, and they see each other's oh, privates. Yes. Okay. Uh, someone making a fool of themselves. Oh, yeah. just roll the dice however many times you yeah, want. That happens a lot. Uh, something doing some someone doing something normal in a completely unnecessary way, like a normal act. Like I don't know, drinking water. They'll be like drink it like some okay. unless something just like why no one does that. These are interesting rules. I that's my last one, but I could come up with like. 20 more. I get, I get what you mean. I think uh, Tiger Cage 2 does feel like it's a loosely strung together number of scenes with like, they've got one plot point in this film. There's no additional plot points. The only plot point in this film is there's a case full of money. Where is it? 
That's the yeah, only. Don't ask any questions. No, that's it. That's the only. How did you get the money? Well? We laundered it. How? Where? America, China. Yeah. Next. 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 Everything next. else is superfluous to the film. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's after the money. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. And where is the money? Wasn't talked about for an hour and twenty minutes. Oh no, no one has the money. That's the funniest thing about the film. There's a, they're all chasing the money. They all think everyone's got it, but no one's got the money. It's in an elevator shaft, and just magically is where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's the thing about this film is that it's very it's it's loosely hung Just... upon a very fragile uh, plot, yeah. Um, and there's not much to it really. Most of the goings on in this film is I don't know if you'd go as far as to call it character development, but it's certainly character interaction. There you go. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, a lot of Donnie there's, Yen, there's... Roseman Kwan. There's like two or three scenes that are character development. Yeah. One is they're having a meal at a restaurant. Yes. Hey, you're not that bad. Yeah, that bit's, that's a good scene, actually. Two, I like that. There's, hey, trust me, I'm really not a bad guy. Uh, I, I did some bad things with the money, but I'm here to help. Yeah. It's like, hey, he's not that bad either. Yeah. A little, little lovey-dovey stuff, and then that's the end of the movie. Roll the credits. Yeah, there's, there's, not, there's not a lot that goes on in this film, but... On the flip side of that coin, I kind of appreciate it. There's not a lot going on in this film. Weirdly, I do too. Yeah, because... I wasn't confused. No, exactly. If they tried to do more, you'd go, oh, we don't need this. We don't need this. Yeah, dude. All hold right. on. Yes. Yeah. This movie miss was missing elements that made it more confusing. Right. Like I was expecting some random dude to come in. I'm this now. Yep. Let's add more cops and yep. more detectives. No. No. It's just a, a straight up standard like plot and there's just not a lot to it. And yeah, like I said, I appreciate it for that. He didn't uh, Yung Ping didn't overcomplicate things. He just kept things very, very simple. And to be honest, the whole film is basically just a cat and mouse chase. It's there are a lot of chases in this film. A lot of foot chases. Like, many put many. the tunes on and run, baby. Yeah, that's right. There are lots of foot chases. Also, a lot of people get needed in this film. Lots uh. of knees. Lots of knees to the chest. A lot of unnecessary um, fighting. A lot. How can you say that fight scenes are unnecessary, though? Because fight scenes are amazing. They're kung fu. It's a kung fu film. Let's take the movie part out of it. Okay. Just, like, fisticuffs. Someone, if someone's like, hey, I don't like your shoes. It's like, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, but that's a good thing, right? Sure, why not? Yeah, of And also, again, is an ex-cop. Oh, don't right? get me. Don't, don't, don't we do don't it. We don't even have to. Don't do it. I have one part that's well, just like, okay. Donnie Yen is saving this lady. Yes. They are handcuffed. Yes. He, unbeknownst to any of us, is bringing her to his place to unhandcuff her. Yes. At no point does he go, hey, everything's cool. I have the keys at my place. He's like, shut up, lady. You shut the hell up. Yeah. Let me drag you. Yeah. I feel like a cop might bring that up. Also, one of the interesting bits at the start of this film, obviously we watched the subtitled version. Devin did watch it with me, by the way. Oh, I watched that. Um, she just... Hmm? Dub. See, in the subs, it says that Donnie Yen is a retired police officer who retired at 30. I'm like, that's not how that works, right? 
You can't just retire at 30. You just start being a police yeah, officer. Yeah, I'd understand if it said he was an ex-police officer. I'd be like, okay, he got you know discharged for whatever. But this, say he, this says he retired at 30. Also, in the opening credits of this film, this is fucking disgraceful, that uh, Cynthia Khan is in this film, um, who's an absolute legend, and in the credits, they spell her name C-M-Y Thea. So it's Smythea. And they just fuck up her name entirely. and just, Cynthia. Yeah, and no one caught it. No okay. one caught it. And I think that's terrible. What a disgrace. Um, you watch the dubbed version, which I imagine it has a horrendous dub. Yeah. yeah. Donnie Yen's character sounds like a joke. Is he effing and jeffing a lot? My man, some of the lines he said, I laugh out loud. Yeah. yeah. Shall, shall I? No, if you've got them. Oh, you better believe I took oh, yeah. notes, actually, dude. It's weird. I take notes on the movies that don't have plot. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go, baby boy. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said worst handshake ever. Oh, yeah. Liu Kang and the guy. Yeah. Handshake. yeah. I went, stop, oh, stop. Devin didn't spot that that was Liu Kang. Oh, yeah. Bicycle kick. Uh, they're in the elevator. He's like, I got to stop borking these ladies because the AIDS, you know what I mean? Did he say borking? No, he said, I got to stop sleeping with them. They say that in the subtitle. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. They go, oh, it's time to not sleep around because of AIDS. It's just like, all right. Why would you laugh after that? I know. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, man, that's so that's so scary. It's fucked up. Um, yep. Uh, Handcuff keys at his place. All right. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Sorry. No, take, you... take, take, say something. <laughs> no. oh, here we go. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. He goes, she goes, unhand me. Uh, are you going to kill me or R-word me or other hair heinous things? He goes, I'm not a thief. If I was a thief, you'd already be dead. And I was like, I don't think that's what thief thieves do. That's interesting. In the subtitle version, he goes, I'm not a bad guy. If I'm a bad guy, you would have been raped and killed by now. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's a trope I don't like. Go on. It has to be done, but it t- kind of takes you out of movies. When people, when cops are after you, they're just like, we've got to check the news because we got to see if they're after us. They turn the news on instantly. We are on the lookout yep. for Donnie Yen and some lady. What was Donnie Yen's name in this, in the dub? Oh, they said it's very American. Oh, in the sub, he was called Dragon. Fuck that. Jeremy? Really? I'm just making it up. Oh, he was called Dragon, a.k.a. Crazy Dragon. Dang, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty decent. And also, let's say you and I robbed a bank and there were some casualties. Very yeah. scary. We are on high alert. We go somewhere, we're holed up, and we put the news on, it comes on. <laughs> Wouldn't you be in front of that TV for the next, like, three days? Yeah. Not, oh, they're talking about us. Turn let's go off. do some let's shit. Let's go, yeah, let's live go our lives. to the gym. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say, uh, and this is kind of random, please, filmmakers, bring back squibs bring back squibs we need squibs because cgi fucking gunshots now suck because you watch this film when people get shot their chests explode it's so violent just the blood squirting out all this good stuff need to bring back squibs even when they're shooting cars it's like don't do it with all the sparks coming off it so good and by the way yun wu ping like, he should have done more heroic bloodshed films because he can do gunplay really fucking well. Or 
the Yoon clan can. Um, this film not only has some great martial arts, it has some very good gunplay in it. I was very surprised. Uh, it could be that Yoon Woo Ping has done lots of heroic bloodshed films, and I just haven't seen them. But um, heroic bloodshed? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's the uh, you know, like um, hard boiled and the killer, the subgenre of film. Uh, John Woo is very known for heroic bloodshed films. That's an that's his own thing. Mm-hmm. No one can do that. Yeah, a lot of people tried to match John Woo. I don't think anyone ever matched John Woo. It's almost like a soundtrack. How often bullets are going. <laughs> that's why they also call this subgenre bullet ballet, which is kind of cool as well. Yeah. But yeah, Hero Bloodshed, uh, Bloodshed is the, the subgenre that John Woo mastered. And um, basically, there's two components you need in Hero Bloodshed. One, lots and lots and lots of bullets. Can I guess the second one? Die. Go on. It has to be a very few amount of protagonists. Uh, the really, heroic. the other one I was thinking of is actually Brotherhood. There's usually an aspect of men being like in, in brother. Go through this together, man. Yeah, yeah. So you've got you've got a uh, um, uh, Yun Fat and why can't I think uh, who's in uh, Tony Lung, and then you have uh, uh, Yun Fat and da- Danny Chan. Is it in the killer? My God, why can't I remember his name? Anyway, my point being that there's lots and lots of like duos of men. I think. Double Dragon, heroic bloodshed. <laughs> Not quite, but yeah, I double doo doo. Um, did we do that for this? That's one of the worst ones we've seen. Oh yeah, I think that's regarded as the worst one. God damn, that was bad. Um, real quick, I got a few more. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Alrighty, so uh, okay, so Donnie Yen's like, hey man, I don't want to kill people. I don't like it. They already think I killed one person. I'm an ex-cop. I don't want to do it. So he grabs a guy's face and smashes his head into a wall and kills him instantly. Yeah. That was yeah. actually a sick scene. The, the special effects of that were fantastic. He just, I've never seen that. Yeah. Damn. Just smash it and it explodes on the head. Lots of blood in this film. Like it's, it's particularly, I wouldn't say it's gory, but it's violent. It's definitely violent. Um, I liked the, the woman on the phone speaking to uh, Rosamund Kwan. She goes, are you okay, loyally? Uh, from now on, I want to be called Manager Sean. Just at all times, manager Sean. Yeah, and I'll be called Grunt Cyrus. There you go. Or bitch ass. I can be called Big Boss Sean. That's much better. Yeah. What's a cool name for a subordinate? Subordinate Cyrus. Um, the shit on my shoe, Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> um, you got a raise, right? I'm making. You got a raise. The cheddar cheese. Yeah. Oh yeah. This guy. This guy's living the dream. He's a. He's a singular individual. Mm-hmm. By that I mean he does not currently have a lady friend. Mm-hmm. And he's living in his apartment, mm-hmm. and he's not got to spend money on much. It's just cavassier and caviar. That's right. For every meal. Oh, <laughs> the toilet paper is going up. That kind of leads into a part of this film, actually. So, how much money is in the in the suitcase? Don't they say? Don't they say a million? Five, five million. Is it five? Yeah, I think so. So, okay, if there's five, two things. One, he goes. Um, uh, David Wu goes, Dragon, Donnie Yen, if you help me find the money, I'll cut you in. Mm. I will give you $300,000. Start low. Start low. Go, if you if you help me, I'll give you $15,000. And then see what he says. Because he might go, give me 20. And then he, he might go, give me 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go 300,000 off the bat. That's mental. Also, the second thing, speaking of your caviar and cavassier, when they do find the money, the first, first thing they go and do is A, get a bottle of cognac, 
B, smoke cigars, and C, get a plate of apple slices and grapes. Oh, shit. And they also, what else do they do? <laughs> get fucked up. They're at a karaoke bar. They're at a karaoke Are bar. They? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was thinking on that scene, below the surface, I was like, man, these guys don't have any friends. No. No. I was like, you have $5 million in a briefcase? You're out getting hammered? That's who you're bringing? Nobody else? But that's the whole point of this, Phil. Like like we said earlier, I just don't think they were just like, oh, these characters have friends, they have lives. It's all about the missing money, and that is it. That's it. The, the, I, what's the other guy's name? Not Donnie, the other guy. David Wu is the actor. I think he, he's called David in the subtitle version. David Wu said exactly what he wanted to say. He's like, listen, I only care about the money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's a deep character right there. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about characters and plot or the, the, the non-existing plot. Uh, my question to you would be, what do you think about the action in this film? If you focus, let's say fight scenes, what do you think about the hand to hand feet to feet action in this film? I think the kicks were lacking. If you ask me. Excuse? I think there was some lacking kicks. However, fucking what, what, what? Uh, Liu Kang was fucking nice in this. I fucking... I didn't know he was like that. Oh yeah, baby. Now I know why he's fucking Luke Kang. Yeah, good he, shit. He's he's good with it. You didn't think what you thought Donnie Yen's kicks were lacking. Mm, his pants are too tight. I don't know. Define lacking. Lacking power. Maybe it was the way they were shot. I was just kind of like, oh, all right. Thing. He he fights the big strong guy at the end, right? He does his ultimate kick move was just like beep boop, and these guys like, oh, ouch. Ouchies. That's interesting. I left this film going, fucking hell, Donnie Yen has legs on him. I, I thought his kicks were phenomenal. He's fast as fuck, though. Yeah, he is very fast. He also pulls out some sweet kicks. When he does the double kick that goes into the trip, or the triple kick, he kicks the two people, then kicks the one up front. Nice. It's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. It's a Donnie Yen classic as well. <laughs> um, I love that. I, I I honestly thought the action in this film is phenomenal. And I'll go as far as to say, I don't think anyone can recreate the style of action in this film. I think people were doing lots of, you know, modern kickboxing style in the 90s. No one did it like Yun Wu Ping or Yun Shun Yi and Donnie Yen and Philip Kwok. No one really nailed it. It's so unique in this film. It's because in this film, people get absolutely battered. Like, it's not like, it's not block, 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 punch. It's block, punch, block, punch, 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 block. People are getting absolutely twatted in this film. And I love it. I love that it's not like a ton of blocking and then one punch. It's people getting punched over and over and over, bleeding, bleeding. And when Robin Shu kicks the shit out of David Wu at the end, he absolutely leathers it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I love the fight scenes in this film. I think they're truly unique. I think Donnie Yen's on fire in this film. And I like that they switch it up at the end. They got Michael Woods, Michael, who's the, the big black guy. Michael seen Woods. Him before, right? Yeah, he's in, in the line of duty four as well. Um, Michael Woods obviously has two things going for him. One, he's a massive, big, strong beast of a guy. Two, he can fucking move. He's he also, can move, he, man. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's got some legs on him. He's he's pretty great, and he's got a real, real killer, uh, whatever that hell hairdo's called, skullet. Hell yeah, <laughs> yes, he's 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 rocking a nice hairdo on him. But um, I think 
they took Michael Woods and they were just like, well, you've got legs on you. What you could do is you could trade Donnie Yen kick for kick for kick and we could have a great fight scene. Or we could just get you to do loads of wrestling moves. And they were just like, well, let's do the wrestling moves. He body slams Donnie Yen. He power slams. How do you think that was shot? Because it looks great, but not natural. No. He picks him up and yeah. it cuts and he kind of shifts his body like in the air. Yeah. Maybe he's crazy strong. I think he is crazy strong, but I, I don't know. I don't know how that he, was. He, like, Goldberg's him. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I also, like, I didn't see padding on the floor, and I was just like, my God, how is he landing? And also, Donnie Yen does some of his own stunts in this. When he does the uh, the flip, like, the backdrop on Donnie Yen, that's Donnie getting hit, um, which was lovely to see, because I imagine he doesn't do much of that these days. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so many brutal falls as well. The only fall that pissed me off in this film there's a guy there's a fight on a double decker bus and they're fighting on top of the bus mm -hmm. donnie yen kicks this guy off and the camera pulls back and you see this guy flying off the bus and it looks like he's just about to hit a car and you're like oh my god this is gonna hurt and they cut away from it and they show it from a different angle and he hits the car when they actually showed the long shot of him flying towards the car, I was like, how are they going to do this? This guy is going to fucking die. He's dead. That's right. Yeah. And I was like, how are they How are they even filming this? But then they cut away. So I don't know what happened during that stunt. I don't know if they... I don't know. I don't know how they did it. But I would love to have seen it. A lot of people through windows. Yeah. Stunts in this film are, uh, are phenomenal. So many people getting smashed through windows. So much fucking furniture getting smashed. Yeah. Uh, one thing I thought was kind of interesting... Uh, another trope, I guess. Yeah. They're, they're on the double-decker bus. Everyone gets out, off. One of the henchmen goes, I'll drive. I was like, you know how to, you know how to drive a double-decker bus? No problem. Yeah. That's just what they teach you in You'll henchmen. Know. Yeah, henchmen school. Yeah. Um, one of the, <laughs> what other things do henchmen have to learn how to do, good or bad? That's a good one. Um, they have to learn how to uh, run out of bullets and then go, huh? That's, they have to learn how to do that. There's, there's definitely that. Also, a little trope that they do in every single action movie. Do you know that magazines for guns actually cost money, but people are just like, throw that one away, get another one out and put it in. They cost uh, money. You can put bullets back in magazines. Right. <laughs> That's part people of are, your gun. People are, yeah, people are always throwing away magazines. That's, I never thought about or that. clips, whatever you call them. Yeah. They always throw them away. But you can reload them. That's the whole point. You can live your life with one clip. Right. And just reload it every time. Well, you can't reload them when you're... Not in real time. Not in a gun battle, no. But you'd at least put it in your pocket and go, I can reload that later on. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, henchmen can drive any vehicle. If you need a henchman to drive a bus or a forklift and, like, come at someone any in a forklift... vehicle as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> any boat. Anything. They'll be able to sail. Sail a ship. Every henchman has a black leather suit and motorcycle helmet. Yes, and in this one, surprise, surprise, it's a woman. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fucking Liu Kang the whole time. No, no. To some, um, somebody else. Also, Cynthia Khan in this film, very underused. Yeah. Yeah. When she was tracking down the person who did the murder. Yes. The biker. Yes. I wrote in my notes, I have it right here. I'll, I'll read it verbatim so you know I'm not joking around. Go on. Okay. <clears throat> when lady cop goes to person in all leather and biker helmets place. Yeah, okay. Her, her abode. Uh -huh. I said they fight in 10 seconds or less. I made it to 8 seconds. <laughs> I was counting out loud. You were saying they're going to fight in 10 seconds? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that fight's good. 
and there's, there's a few unfortunate things about that fight. One, it's too short. Um, because you, yeah, you yeah. want to see more Cynthia Khan. And two, it's probably the most egregious part in the film in regards to stuntmen uh, uh, doubling for women and being quite obvious. Mm. And there's another one at the end where uh, Rosamund Kwan hits a guy with a piece of wood and she jumps off these boxes. And if you look carefully, you're just like, well, that's just a dude. Mm. But you got to forget that. This is Hong Kong cinema. You see it all the time, you know. Um, Yoon Biao doubling for fucking Cynthia Rothrock and not putting on a wig. It's hilarious. But I think you just <laughs> you just have to forgive doubling or seeing doubles because that's just how Hong Kong, Hong Kong cinema works. So Can we briefly discuss... Uh, what's the lady's name in this? Lawyer. Oh, I, Lawyer Lee. I, I, I don't know her name. Um, Maybe it's the dub. Yeah. Hard to listen to. Oh, she was... Yeah, no. no, I had no problem. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's whiny or something. <sighs> oh, really? Wow. She says things that don't need to be said. Um, oh. if she gets hit, she's like, "Ouch! Why did you hit me?" I'm like, "All right, oh, I'll yikes. let that pass." Yeah, I don't love that. Or something's bad. She's like, "That's bad." <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. A lot of that. The subs were fine. I had no problem with it. Um, I, a few notes. Uh, Donnie Yen is rocking the Louis Vuitton. He's got Louis Vuitton in his in his uh, drawer next to his bed. Um, also, Donnie Yen gets pissed all over him. He sure does. And for five minutes, I just wanted to say, Donnie, change your goddamn pants. Change your pants, man. He's just walking around with piss-soaked pants because um, he goes. He's handcuffed to uh, Rosamund Kwan, and he goes to the toilet, and she yanks on the chain, and he pisses on himself, and he's drenched. Mm. He's drenched. He, he pisses a lot. That's a lot of pee. Yeah. Yeah, and he makes her some noodles. He does make some noodles, and that's yeah. We I want is this is gonna sound weird. I want Chinese noodles. I don't know yeah. what broth is in there. Yeah, I just want them now. Yeah, I know what you mean. I love noodles across the earth. I've had all kinds of ramen. Pho. I'm a, I'm a noodle guy. I'm a noodle boy. Yes, I will. I will noodle it up. I've had Indomie, which is like Indonesian noodles that you really cook up and you put some shit on them. I, what are Chinese noodles? Give them to me. I've had Italian noodles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all kinds of those too. <laughs> Tomato sauce. Yes, yes. You know, the Italians should make some soup. Look at those, all the noodles they have. Wait, what? Italians? Yeah, should make more soup oh. with all the noodles that they got have. Got you, got you. They're the noodle kings. Minestrone. That's Italian. Mm -hmm. I mean, minestrone. Yeah. I'm on my me here. I'm a Mario. I'm a gonna win. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, minestrone, capricola, uh, uh, chicken and uh, chicken and waffles. Italy. There's a scene in this film where Donnie Yen, there's a bad guy standing in water, and Donnie Yen sticks a live wire in the water. Holy shit! And it electrocutes the guy. If you look carefully, Donnie Yen's lying in the same water, <laughs> so he really got hit as well. But you can't <laughs> funny films. Down. One guy made that graphic or what do you even call that effect yeah effect yeah and then everyone's like that's what electricity looks like yep. from the 80s to 2000 yep yep it's just someone going like just blue squiggles all over a guy uh, oh that's in this film it is so painfully obvious that donnie yen does not smoke in real life his smoking in this film uh. is fucking atrocious i don't smoke cyrus doesn't smoke well, I do like a bit of the I old. I had to smoke a cigarette, that's oh. for sure. 
I know all of it. That's last time you had a cigarette. Ooh, that was a while ago. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long. I know time. all the rules though. I know how it works. I know how you you hit them, you take them out, you you light it up, and then you smoke it. And then you you know what? Yeah, that's the thing they don't tell you. You smoke it. I like some hookah. I was at hookah last week. I was having. I was having. I was just so on my on my off week, like the podcast off week. So I'll do this next week. I go to a local hookah bar, and I chill. And all I do is I sit there. I just have a nice energy drink, and I just people watch. I just smoke hookah and people watch. And last time I went there, it was fucking booming in this hookah place. And there was just a little group of ladies, just all ladies, just hookering it up. And they were having a fucking wild time. It was like they were on a fucking um, uh, a bachelorette party. They were having a wild time. Like, what do I do? Oh, they were, no, they weren't. Do do? They, they were seasoned. Mm. They were seasoned. Did they look like me, or were they... Caucasoids. They were slightly darker than that's you. That's what I, they all know. Slightly it. darker. They give them to us at birth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, they had coals, right? So when you get a hookah, you, you put coals on the hookah. It lights the the, the shisha, and then you smoke the shisha. <laughs> um, they had their coals shaped like skulls. That skull fucking coals. I they didn't give me them. That's some skull duggery. Yeah, they must have asked for it. Fucking skull and bone. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that rhymes with skull. I blanked out hard. No. That's a difficult one. Yeah. Yeah. No. What a. There's a skull in conversation. Oof. I was going low. Oh, no. That's yeah. gross. I'm going to edit that out just yeah, because. <laughs> but yeah, Donnie Yen, the way he smokes in this is just laughable. It's awful. Oh, oh real quick. Yeah. Talking about some of the language. Oh, go I ahead. won't be yeah. saying the language, but god damn, I laughed out loud. There's some slurs? There's some very harsh, yes. And it's funny, wow. because there's this, like, innocent, again, will they, won't they, between Donnie Yen and the lady. Yeah. And they play this, like, kind music, like, childish music, almost. Yeah. When they're beginning to realize that they kind of like each other. Yeah. And then, dude, they're out to eat. Go on. And he's like, yeah, I got to be tough or else people won't think I'm a cop or something. He goes over to the table next to them. He goes, oh. he goes, hey, you ugly fudgy unit. Did you drop an F-bomb? After the lovey-dovey. Hey, you ugly effer. And not, and not mother effer. Yeah. Wow. Gaysler. Gay. Jesus. And the guy's face is like, oh, did you call me that? Wow, they didn't, definitely that didn't say that in mine, yeah. And the other one is, she's like, hey, I can't get to you, you're too, you're too far down. This is when they're, they're in the street, and she, I think she puts them on a cart, and they fly. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I can't get to you. He says, use the stairs, stupid. I just like that. In the subtitle version, I liked where there's a bunch of guys, a bunch of like cronies, henchmen, and they're looking for Rosamund Kwan, uh, because they think she's had, she has the woman woman the money and they accidentally find donnie yen he's on i won't go into it. he's on a gurney he's got a blanket over and they think it's rosamund kwan and they get her in the back of a van and then they take the uh the blanket off and it's donnie yen and normally they just go oh it's not the woman we need to go and they go it's not the bitch damn <laughs> jesus all right friggin yeah ambulance people yeah were they cops or ambulance folks ambulance folks that's not a word. Although, yeah, paramedics. 
Yeah, that's another. That's a good word for it. What E M T's? E N T's or E M T's? Which one is E-N-T's it? E M T's are big uh, trees from Lord of the Rings. Ents. Yeah. Yeah. E M T's. Emergency medical managerial trans transformers. <laughs> we both got it. There. We were both right. Um, yeah, they call her. They just randomly call her a bitch. What did you think of the exercise bike torture? It's clever, I guess. It's stupid, I it was but cool. it would hurt though. You know, any torture. It's good torture. I almost said that. If it works, it's good. And it's interesting when it's kind of rudimentary. Yeah, yeah. I like, it's I like, like that. It's, like a, it's not like a Batman villain. It's like so, so simple. It's the opposite Yeah, but it's of like a very evil mind to yeah. come up with a weird torture like that. Yeah. Not like, let's just go with the classics. Yeah. Like, someone who looks at an exercise bike and goes, I can hurt someone Put that with on that. someone's that's, chest. Yeah, that's a weirdo. And then have their friend hurt them. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Lole was in this film. Lole, Lole, Lole. Nice. Lole, Lole. Nice. Uh, he says about three words and then he gets killed. Don't know why he's in this. Um, it was annoying that he's such a legend and so incredible and gets nothing to do. Um, yeah. What did I, uh, what, what did you think of the sword fight? Okay. Actually, I'm not even going to ask you that. I'm not even going to ask you that. I'm going to ask you what was your favorite fight in this film? Mm. Dude, I like the other guy. I don't. We've never Maybe seen him Boo? before, right? But no, we've never seen him. He's nice. Really? I, I thought he was great. Don't get me wrong. I thought he was great. I just, uh, I don't know. Donnie Yen. Hmm, kind of. I prefer him. I prefer Donnie Yen. Well, everybody does. That's true. It's just it's kind of cliche, I guess. Yeah, he was interesting. I don't even know if he's a martial artist. You know, I don't know much about David. Wu. I would imagine. Think. Let me just. They're not going to just be like, "Hey, well, they did it be right next to Donnie Yen." Do you know anything about martial arts? They did it with uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Did it with Chris Tucker. That's true. <laughs> not that he does much. He's not exactly a fighter. Oh, Keanu Reeves knows his shit. I know. Yeah, but in the first John Wick, he didn't. Well, he did the Matrix. Got uh, him. Take that back. Yeah. Okay, David Wu's in a few martial arts films, but mostly not. Mostly not. Hey, here's another one. No, he's not a fighter. Shit. No, sorry, go ahead. He's in a film called Ha Ha Ha. That's good. It's a masterpiece. Uh, Lawyer lady. Lawyer Lee. Lawyer Lee. All right, she's on the road. She's running from the coppers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. She's eating dim sum with Donald. Donald Faison. Who is that, by the way? Donald Faison. Don't, yes, he's the black guy from Scrubs. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Um, and and then Donnie Lee, Donnie Lee, Donnie Yen's like, "Hey, where's your fiance?" And she's like, "Fuck that guy." But why? But why? Why does that? Did did you did you think she was cute? Hmm. No. Mm. Mm. Check out this guy over here. What's mm. Quan is cute as a. Button. This isn't her cutest film. Uh, she's she's looked better on screen, um, but I think she's cute. I think she's one of the few like legendary like not few but one of the legendary beauties of Hong Kong cinema. I like the other one better. Which one? Cynthia Khan. Yeah, she had nice feathered hair. She did. Yeah, Cynthia Khan's a a, a hottie. She'd also kick you in your teeth. 
She's a great fighter. One of the legendary actresses of the Girls With Guns subgenre. We have not done a proper Girls With Guns film yet, but we're soon going to do one. I just don't know which one to do. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to doing one of those. But I will say Girls With Guns films are closer to Tiger Cage 2 than anything else. Like okay. the style of them. I um, want an over-the-top ridiculous one. Just with like super hot chicks. I can definitely arrange that. I can definitely arrange that. Just yeah. like ridiculously big guns. Well, don't worry about that. Anybody with a Gatling gun. <laughs> I think Iron Angels has like a rocket launcher. Yeah. Good start. If anyone knows of a film that would cater to Cyrus's like wants, a Girls with Guns film that is just balls to the wall mental, let me know. Because there's so many of them, and I can't think of which one my Angel Terminators 2, maybe? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Angel Terminators is the name of the film. Uh, good stuff. Um, I think I've gone over I most of my comments, really. Last uh, bit of dubbing that was kind of weirdly uh, this generation. Mm-hmm. It's like they went to fast-forwarded. Donnie Yen is talking to Lawyer Lee, and she's holding him back. Mm-hmm. It's like not going as fast as he wants to, whatever. He's like, you're fucking me up right now. Fucking me up? Yeah, or he's like, you're fucking me right now. Jesus. I was like, what the... Alright. I need to watch the dub track of this. Um, all in all, I think if you're a Kung Fu Cinema fan, you will love this film, or you should love this film. I think it's my favorite of the Tiger Cage films, although a lot of people say they like some of the others. I know a lot of people like Tiger Cage 3. Um, I'm a Tiger Cage 2 boy through and through. Uh, if anyone's worried about, oh, do I have to watch Tiger Cage 1 to understand Tiger Cage 2 and so on and so forth? They're all separate films. And you can get them in a box set now. Uh, they're actually out there from, I'm going to get this wrong, 88 films, I think, Is in the box set. on in all three of them? I believe so, but in the first one, it's a small cameo role, and in the third one, I think he gets killed. He's not the hero. But the other uh, the other two are more um, uh, gunplay films, less martial arts. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, Taiki H2, they went balls to the wall with the old Kung Fu. Uh, everyone has guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just went from a Korean movie. Nobody has guns. Yeah. I yeah. think they just give you guns in China. When he bursts out the truck at the end and they just start shooting all those guys. That's so good. So good. You want to get into a list of questions? Yeah, buddy. All right. Rama says, are there any celebrities you get mixed up? I always get Doug Lyman and Richard Linklater mixed up, even though they make completely different films. They're two directors. Oh. Are there any celebs that you get mixed up? I'm pretty good at not doing that. You're very good with faces. You're, you're very, very good with faces. Mm, nah, I have to think for a bit. I'm pretty good with faces. I, right, there's a bunch of girls that sing songs in bands. And I never know what band they're in. Like, if someone was like, "Okay, this, this is the lead singer of Paramore, I wouldn't know who that is. Like, that could be anyone. It could be any, any white chick with red hair. It's She's the red hair one. Okay, that's Paramore. There's she a, can wail. There's another, can't she? Yeah. I don't know much about Paramore. I have the song, that their famous song in my head right now. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever heard a Paramore song. Yeah. Have. have I? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But like girl, all these female-fronted bands, I I, I don't I, I can't tell the difference between them. But actresses, I'm usually really good at, and actors, I think I'm okay. There's a lot of white boys that all look similar, 
but they're all like the kind of upcoming white boys and i i don't know what they're in i just see them out and about on like celebrity events okay. and i'm just like i don't who's know who's this who that is. white dude with who the hell is the white guy and who the hell is sydney sweeney she's a big deal right she's a big something why is this she's just very attractive yes okay and she has right. massive boobs okay uh, that is the sole reason why she's famous. But she's also very charismatic, and she can act. She can act. She started in Eure- Eureka. Oh my god, what am I talking about? She started in Euphoria, the the show for Euphoria, and um, she was popular in that. And then she's just kind of gone from strength to strength. And um, I watched a recent uh, romantic comedy. That who's the mayonnaise face in that? Uh, the guy. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Powell. Damn, dude. He's a handsome dude, though. Okay, what's his thing? Just he's been in that on Top Gun. I know nothing about him. Yeah, is it Glenn Powell? <laughs> See, I don't know. I might have got it wrong. I might have got it wrong. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Sydney Sweeney's in that. Sydney Sweeney's pretty unmistakable. I, I can you can spot her in most things. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm pretty good with celebrity. It's just these it's just these upcoming like younger bands that I get confused with. I don't know who's singing what. And you know, I know basically my limit is I got I got up to Miley Cyrus. I can recognize Miley Cyrus and I know a Miley Cyrus song. Anyone that came after her, I go, I'm completely bamboozled you by. Kind of same. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know anyone. You know, there's this thing in your head that goes, You need to know this because it's important. Yeah. That kind of died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. I'll let me play video games. Yeah, exactly. I just I, I, I just don't know anything about modern pop music and who's who. No clue whatsoever. Oh, man. I know every generation will say this forever, for the rest of time. But the music. Today's music? It makes me feel bad. I, I the just, stuff on the radio makes me feel bad. Yeah, I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> so I don't know. Dude, I heard a song. I went, no. There's no way. I went, no. Nope. Is it April 1st? Yeah, see, I think the newest band that I enjoyed a song by is like some, something like Florence and the Machine or something. I wouldn't recognize her. Florence from Florence and the Machine, I wouldn't recognize her in the street. I've okay. got no idea what she looks like. She's got a strong jaw on her. Has she? Like a... Just like a strong... Not an oval face. It's like a, she's got like a okay. red hair curly. Like right Quagmire from... Uh... That's right. Okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Actually. So it's not. It's not a case of like faces. I don't get two people confused that much. It's more a case of like I don't know this person's name. I don't know what band they're in. I don't know what songs they've sung. It's all that kind of shit. Dude, I don't know anything about like important bands. There's no. Like, there's a lot of important bands. Oh, I, I get you. Throughout know. time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about who's that guy that sings like this. Bob Dylan. <laughs> I don't know shit about that guy. I don't know much about Bob Dylan either. I don't know stuff like um like Tom Petty. No idea. No nothing. Free Fallen, I know that song, but I don't know any other stuff. And he was yeah. in a band called the Traveling Wilburys as well, I think. Mm. Wild Thornberries? Yep. A C D C I think I know one oh, you song. Know, you know, kind of... I know like one song from them. Thunderstruck. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Iron Man probably. That's the song they play in Iron Man. Oh then I yeah, obviously I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. Way to hell. Oh, then I know more ACDC than I think. I would like I wouldn't know a Chris Brown song if you played it to me. Oh, I, I know... stopped listening to all his shit. Yeah, he was a big butthead. Yeah, I know an Usher song, but I, I wouldn't know Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You remind me of that one. Yeah. Balls to the wall. That's him too. That's Little John. Isn't it him and Little John? Oh, he's not on that one, I don't think. Yeah, it's not just Little John going like, yeah. It's Usher and Little John. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Is... That, that's, yeah, though. That's not skeet. Two different songs. Ah, oh, skeet, skeet. To the windows, to the wall. That's not, yeah. Who say who sings to the windows, to the wall, though? Little John goes to really? the wall. Yeah. Right. That song's mental that if you think about 10 it. 10. If you think about it, though, it's fucking bonkers. Skeet, skeet. Oh, skeet, skeet, the, motherfucker. The, the sweat drips off of my... Also, can I just say, not to get too graphic, which I'm about to do. I know you are. That's why I'm excited. What's that song about? From the windows to yeah. the walls. Okay. He's in a club? Is that what you're saying? The windows are on the walls. Okay. So, does he just mean from one set of windows? Yes. So he's just saying, we're in the club. He's saying from this side of the club to that side of the club. What's next? Uh, the sweat drips down a part of me. So is it because he's dancing so hard? Yes, it's very okay. it's very hot. All right, so windows to the walls till the sweat. He says till the sweat drops down my balls. Yeah. I'll skeet skeet. I'm I'm effort. What's that bit about? It's about what he's doing later, I guess. Is that what he's doing later? Is he skeeting? He's on the, on the dance floor. That's what I'm asking. Why is he going from the windows to the walls to the sweat? Or and then he says like all you motherfuckers crawl or something. Yeah, and but then he goes ah skeet skeet like when where's when is little little <laughs> not lil when is little John skeeting? When is he? I demand to know. Someone get little John <laughs> on the phone. I <laughs> need to know when, when he's Hitler, skeeting. When Hitler goes nuts and he's like I'm done, I'm done. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I, I demand. <laughs> <laughs> to know when and why little john is skeeting dude i saw a an ai version of hitler speaking english no i don't like that holy shit yeah i don't like that it you you don't like it but it's of course very interesting to hear you should watch a film it'll fuck you up there's a film called zone of interest have you heard about it sounds bad good god it's about um the guy who runs auschwitz Right, one guy, the head of out. He doesn't just run everything. He's the head of it. He's like the the king of out. Is it a name we know? Probably. Oh, yes, but I can't remember. All I know is Gerbils. Yeah, it's not him. It's not Gerbils. <laughs> um, but what he does, he lives in a house with a beautiful garden and a beautiful swimming pool, and he has the perfect house and the perfect garden, and it's literally shares a wall with Auschwitz. Oh, dear. so he lives next door to Auschwitz, right? And this entire film. It's just about him and his family going through their day-to-day lives. That's all the film is about. Whoever did that is in jail for something. Whoever made this movie. <laughs> right? But I'll give you an example. I, 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 this is what the, it's a horror film, right? It's not a horror Thank film. God. It's not a horror film. They, they pass it off as a drama, but it's got so many horrific elements. They'll be in the garden just playing in the swimming pool, and you'll just hear people getting shot and screaming from Auschwitz. And it's like, this is fucking horrible. They go to a river and... Go on. Location, location, location. Yeah. They should get a new place. That's the crazy thing. They At one point, they demand that he moves because he's not doing a good enough job in Auschwitz. And they don't want to move because they're in their perfect house, even though it's right next to Auschwitz. And he goes goes, uh, fishing in a river and all the ashes from all the burned bodies come down the river. It's fucking horrendous, but it's such Is it a good, good movie, film. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's... Very quiet. There's no music in the film. So it's very quiet, very like peaceful and serene, but you get the sound effects of That's like, horrible, yeah. but 
really interesting. It's a very interesting film. It's very hard to watch because it's all business for him. Can you see him start to figure it out? Not really. That's the horrible part of it. Mm. Some guys just come to his house and they're just trying to sell him giant ovens. And he's like, tell me more about them. And he's he's like, not baking bread. No, and they're like, oh, it can it can burn this many pounds an hour. And he's like, oh, I really like that. That's great. And it, it's played so fucking business-like and so calmly. But you, the viewer, goes, oh, no, no, you're like, I, I, know. I know what that's for. Yeah, it's a really good film. Uh, it's got nom- nominated for a few Oscars, I believe. Uh, horrible film, but very, very good. It runs out of steam at the end, but a uh, very fucked up little film. What oh, the hell shit. were we talking about? Oh, skeet, skeet. <laughs> <laughs> it was What it was, you get people confused with each other, and then it yeah, we get bands. Little John, I'll never get confused with anyone. No, no. Yeah, I know that man. Uh, you know what I was thinking about? Yeah. Um, you know how you bake bread, mm-hmm. brownies, muffins, mm-hmm. all sorts of things. We gotta stop. We gotta come up with another word for baking, like real food, like a baked. I'm gonna bake some chicken. It just doesn't work in my head. People use like broil, but you're not broiling it. No, that's true. I guess you do bake it, though. You do bake it. I'm ovening it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> bake is just so unappetizing, right? No, I like baking. I like the term bake. Bake a chicken. Bake a chicken? Oh, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Is he bake? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, we don't get confused that much. Um, not really. I can't... Uh, I did watch an SNL skit that Rama sent me where they play a game. It's Jamie Foxx. Keenan and some other guy that I didn't recognize. Uh, it's the two white guys, and they get their names wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember the names of those those people. Dominic Mo- Mohan, and I can't remember the other one. But it's a really funny sketch. It made me laugh. Um, Martin Arts Film Freak asks Sean, "What are your thoughts on the? Sh- Ooh, let me try that again. What are your thoughts on the response of young people to Killer Mike winning at the Grammys?" There is a contingent of young folks on TikTok that are upset that Killer Mike won over Drake, with many of them saying, who the hell is Killer Mike? Look. Look. <laughs> oh, he gets two mics. Yeah, Killer Mike. Um, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kind of mature about this, right? I would say, oh, fuck them kids, they don't know anything. But... Uh, the kids of today, right, they listen to a very distinct sound of hip-hop. They listen to a very distinct subgenre. It's not a subgenre, but it's a distinct sound. It's Drake. It's trap music. It's all that stuff. Killer Mike comes along, puts out a phenomenal album, and it is a phenomenal album. Killer Mike has also been rapping for fucking years, but he hasn't been making the sound that everyone listens to. If they don't make if they don't make that sound, the kids and the youth don't hear him. If you don't lose it, if you don't use it, you lose it. That's right. <laughs> they don't they don't hear that sound. So it doesn't really matter the they are shitting on Killer Mike going, who the hell is he? What is this album? At the end of the day, he made an incredible hip-hop album, and it's an incredible hip-hop album that's better than Drake's album. But people won't stand for that because, A, it's Drake, and Drake is the fucking messiah of hip-hop. And Why, though? I mean, no offense. I, no one knows. Listen, 
this is coming from the wrong person. However, from someone on the outside looking in, I don't care. I don't get it. I I don't understand how ears change over the years. By that, I mean I don't understand how people listen to. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, um, who's another hip hop act these days? Uh, NBA Young Boy, right? I don't understand how people listen to <laughs> NBA Young Boy, then listen to Nas from Illmatic, right? Nineteen ninety. I'm gonna get the year wrong. Any any early nineties year, right? Nas, Mob Mob Deep, Wu Tang, Biggie. I don't know how. Kids today listen to Drake, NBA Youngboy, all that shit, and then listen to all those 90s hip-hop groups and go, no, Drake and NBA Youngboy are better. I don't know how your ears don't... How the, Why do ears... No, I'm, I'm not saying physical ears, but I'm saying why does the absorption of sound change from generation to generation? Is it just because it's a fad, a, a, a certain sound? It's cool, but it happens with everything, right? I'm sure there's kids today that listen to, I don't know, any metal bands these days. I just don't. Metallica. No, that's not today. Oh, like metal. now? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't... There aren't any on the radio. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. But let's say... I don't. I honestly don't know. But like, I I'm sure kids will go back and listen to Metallica and listen to Guns and Roses and listen to even someone on like fucking Led Zeppelin and they'll go, oh, this this shit sucks compared to fucking Cannibal Corpse or some shit. Cannibal Corpse have been around for years, but you know what I mean. I don't understand how that changes. How can you not distinguish good from bad? But that is also a testament to me. I'm older. I'm 41, and now I'm now the old guy yelling at clouds, going, "Oh, Wu Tang's better than Drake." <laughs> and like it's it doesn't I, there's a distinct gap a generational gap between the sounds of hip-hop that we love so are kids these days going to like killer mike no because he's not making that sound he's making the sound that i listen to also the sound that outcast fans listen to but it's crazy that kids today will go outcast oh no they're no good what the fuck are you talking about but i'm the old man i think it's a bit of nature and nurture you think yeah. Like, yeah. I like funk from the 60s and shit. Because it's great. And 70s, whatever. Because it's great. I like The Temptations. Yep. I like some weird old music that maybe I have no reason to like. Yep. That's the nature of me. Yep. The nurture of me is, what did I hear when I was 15? Yeah. So, 2000s music. You think it's nostalgia to a degree? What, a thousand percent. But the sound, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. But I do get it as well. If you were brought up with something that isn't great and you don't know what came before it, mm -hmm. you're going to like that subpar stuff more. You just are. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yes. And you're going to like things that sound like that, even if it's worse. This is why hip hop. I often compare my two loves because they're similar. Hip-hop and kung fu movies, it's very, very similar. People of this generation, or take someone like Cyrus, take someone like Devin, take, take you know, they watch kung fu movies and they go, well, this is bullshit, this sucks, the comedy's terrible, this, and they don't, they don't like it. But I look at it and I go, oh, I love all this shit, it's fucking great. Is that nostalgia? That's, yes. I'm gonna, there you go, thanks. That's it's, nostalgia. It's not all, though. 
I don't think I don't agree that it's a hundred percent nostalgia. I think with kung fu films, I think you either buy into them or you don't buy into them. And I think that it takes a certain taste and a certain mind to buy into them. And then some people don't. There's nothing wrong with not buying into them, or there's nothing right with buying into them. I just think it happens that way. And I think to a degree, it's the same thing with hip hop. People look back and listen to N.W.A. and they're just like, "Listen to these guys, fuck the police, how corny." It's just like, no. Back in the day when they were saying fuck the police, people were rioting in the streets. People were calling to ban NWA's music. And I think I think there's just, I don't know, there's this generational gap and the music does there's very, very little music that spans multi-generations. But find me a 16-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid today that comes to me and goes, God damn, have you heard that Rakim album? And I will fucking appreciate them more than anything. A kid uh, from today that can go back and listen to that old school sound and go like, yeah. Or a kid today that can watch Kung Fu movies and go, oh my God, they're amazing. That's oh, an ask. That's that's an ask. Oh, yeah, of course. 13-year-old kid. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I think you can, like, how would you get a kid into Kung Fu movies these days? You play him Rush Hour. You don't play him Drunken Master. You play him Rush Hour. So, Classic. With Killer Mike, Killer Mike's a fantastic album. I think it's a it's a wonderful Michael, I believe the album's called. It's wonderful and it's just that kids don't get it. And kids will go, Who the fuck's Killer Mike? But these days kids go, Who the fuck is Ice Cube? They go, Who the fuck is Ra Kim? Who the fuck is Run DMC? Kids don't know that shit. And that's fine. It's a different generation. You should start a, a group. The first album is Kids Don't Know That Shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cyrus. That's my name. No question, just a recommendation. That's what it is. Check out Ninja Kamui on Max. At the time of typing this, there is only one episode out, and it featured some fast and it featured some fantastic anime action. Sean, you'll really enjoy the fights too. I've seen it. Oh, God, he seen it. I seen it before you sent this question in. In fact, you say there's only one episode. I've seen the first three episodes. Jesus. I tell you this, though. The first episode was fucking flames. The next two, not as good. Not as good. It feels like one of those shows that really, really sell you on it with the first episode. Smart. And then the next two are just like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's still good. And the action's still quality, but... Dude, do you think they do that to the streaming service? They're like, check out what our first episode is going to be like. It's all going to be oh, like that, baby boy. I, I think to an extent, I think there's lots of like proof of concepts that they send them. And they're just like, this is what our show will look like. Yeah. I mean, that's what they call proof of concepts. You watched the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender show yet? Uh, the I did. Live action. And I just kind of fell asleep. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I was just wondering if you'd seen it and is it any good? Didn't really do much for me. Okay, yeah. Sadly. Uh, I will watch it at some point, but I haven't seen it. Ninja Kamui, you might like, though. It's like an... Obviously, it's a ninja show. Super violent, super over the top, and the action is bonkers in it. Hmm. Have you seen the trailer for One uh, One Punch Man Season 3? Oh. It's the same studio that I did. Burn it. Bury them alive. <laughs> it's disgusting. I watched uh, the Boros fight again on Hulu just the other day, and I was just like, yum, yum, yum. I saw a debate online, Ooh. and people were just like, season two is a strong 8 out of 10. It's a really, really good season, and I can't wait for season three. I managed two episodes of season two, and I gave up. Wow. Season one That's of hard. One Punch Man is one of the greatest seasons That's of all time. That's ten. Yeah, period. So good. Turn the volume off, <laughs> except for the theme song when it comes on. It's still a ten. Yeah, it's so good. 
so yeah, it was just a recommendation of Ninja Kamui for you. Nice. Uh, Gandolfini the Grey says, I forgot to do a list of questions, but if well, there is still on, time... Gandalf, there is still time! I have a simple one. What's your dream Valentine's date, and what's the worst Valentine's date you've ever experienced? Ooh. Oh. My dream Valentine's Day. I'm a simple man. I don't ask. For I got you. Big I know things. yours. I <laughs> go on. You and the wife. You go to the cinema. I do like a cinema. Mm, you get something nice to eat. Nothing crazy because dinner's coming. Got you. Okay. You're going out for a little, maybe a little sushi, maybe a little steak. Okay. And you go home with the wife, and then the rest is history. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we're making sweet love? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we're going separate rooms. <laughs> you get a good night's sleep. Oh, I'd love that. A good night's sleep. That'd be nice. I'd pay for that. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. If I could pay for it. Yeah. If, you could, if there was just a sleep service that was $25 a month, but they guarantee a good night of sleep. I'd pay $250. <laughs> i am not kidding. It'd make my whole life better. Yeah, we both sleep like dildos. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I'm a simple man. I think. I. I think. It's, I, I, do you know what? A good trip to the cinema to watch a very, very good film, and then yes, a top end meal, whether it's steak or sushi, either one. But it has to be high end. It's going to cost me a few hundred dollars. Good stuff, and then yeah, home with the wife, maybe to relax, put on another movie, hmm. maybe see some boobs, maybe if you're lucky. Who knows? Not necessarily hers either. Might just yeah, be someone just... walking past. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the names you yeah. put on the uncut <laughs> to the window to the wall. Um, yeah. What about you? What you, What would you do for a Valentine's I'd Day? Have you on a date in forever. Yeah, I don't even know where you would go. You're not even a that go to laser a... tag. <laughs> I was going to say you're not that big of a restaurant person, really, aren't you? Are you? I am. You like a good restaurant? Oh yeah, just. COVID and germs spook me. Uh, I was just about to say, why don't you come out to a restaurant with me? But yeah, you don't like the whole germs. I'm down. I'm fully vaxxed. I yeah. was almost going to invite you the other day. Let's go to a friggin' restaurant. Let's get a restaurant. Korean barbecue and just put them out of house and home. Do you know what? <laughs> it's crazy you said that. I'm, I don't know why I'm saying this live on the podcast. Live. <laughs> um, Devin said to me, this morning, you and Cyrus should go to Korean barbecue. Should we go next week and fuck it up? Let's go fucking anytime. During the, during the week. All right, we can do that. Let's go and fuck up some Korean barbecue. Iron Age? Yeah. I'm giving away where we live now. Mm. I, do you know what? Halal Guys is a chain. Yeah. I thought it was local. No, it's a chain for sure. Yeah. Some guy posted on uh, Twitter. They were just like, oh, I went to Halal Guys. I was like, you live near me? He's like, no, I live in fucking... Uh, I think it's uh, from New York. Mogadishu. Mogadishu. New York? I think it I think it was like a cart. Oh. Like years ago. Might be making that up. If you're out there and you've got a halal guys near you, pick that shit up. You've it's had the Nas, right? We already talked about that. Nas halal. It's another place. Yes. Fuck me. That place is fire. Yeah, not bad. And they'll serve you a hot meal at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you are having halal guys, be careful with the hot sauce. It's not a joke. We're not. We're not joking here. It's the hottest. Hot if you sauce. get, if you get, they call it. They already. They have their own terms. Yes. They go, they, how, many, how many lines do you want? How like many lines? Oh, hot sauce. Yes. You're like, I'm a pro. Just what, what's normal? And they're like, two. They're like, one, one's fine. <laughs> and they're like, you want three? And they get, they, when they do it, they go, <laughs> they tilt their hand and then Good they luck. tap their friends and they go, we lost the customer. Check this guy out. He's getting three. <laughs> yeah. It's, 
pain. It's it's not tasty. It's just pain. No, it's it's very 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 hot hot sauce. They shouldn't sell it that hot. Really? However, we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Go to Halal. It's good food. It's the hottest hot sauce in any restaurant I've ever been to. Oh, easily, easily. No one does. So I kind of feel like a little bit of a bish, a bishamel sauce. Because mm-hmm. I think the hot sauce at Chipotle is hot. Their hot one is quite hot. No, nothing like nothing to write home about, but it's it it's me, a little bit hot. I think maybe this is. There's no way this is true that different places have different levels. Maybe like there's one guy in the back's like, look, I'm gonna fuck with them today. <laughs> maybe on like Tuesdays. Wingstop, there are like atomic wings are quite hot. I don't do that. Yeah, I had them once, nice and hot. But uh, hot guys, fuck you up. Um, so what's your dream Valentine's Day? Laser tag in the and the hand job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the parking lot. <laughs> well, I do look out. <laughs> you know what people don't do? It fucking. Uh, this is the weirdest segue. Uh, people don't just like eat popcorn anymore. Hold on, let me try this again. You go to the movie theater and you're like, damn, I'm looking forward to that popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Nobody no sells it. or It's never that good at home. Microwave popcorn isn't as good. It also stinks. Yeah. Stinks up your house. I thought you were going to say no one has fan jobs anymore. <laughs> When's the last time you had a... <laughs> An old-fashioned? Yeah, just a decent... A decent, good old hearty. Well, here's the thing. It's not just that. Wham, bam, thank you. Why would it ever be just that? That's crazy. It could be, though. <laughs> an, an eight, it could be HJ to completion. That's a, for a 35-year-old man? Yeah. I'm just going to not volunteer to do anything? That's why it hasn't happened. If a lady came to you and just goes, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to rock your socks off. I'm going to do that. You just lie back and think of uh, Portugal and just chill and just enjoy. And I'm going to take care of you. I can't. I, I, I think that's something I have to work on. Yeah. Like, I can't just let someone do something to me. Let it happen. From the windows to the walls. You know what? Skeet, skeet. Why is he so angry about it as well? He's going to skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Pumping everybody up. Pumping oh, everybody skeet, up. skeet. God damn. Maybe he jizzed his pants by accident. And he's really upset that about it. That makes sense. Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. God oh, damn it. Skeet, skeet. God damn it. He's, he's at the windows. <laughs> and he has to go to the bathroom, which that, is by the wall. That makes so much sense. That's what it is. And then the sweat's dripping down his balls. Because it's, it's too much butt rubbing. Yeah. Maybe he got an, maybe he got an HJ. Maybe. On the dance floor. Rest in peace. That's some piece of little John. <laughs> Let's call them Sean Paul. <laughs> Last question. Podcast question. If I remember correctly, Rosamund Kwan is in Tiger Cage 2, chained to Donnie. Maggie Chung gets hauled around. Oh, wait. What's the worst date you've ever been on? We didn't answer that. You've been on a bad date? Oh, yeah. Go on. I've already said this on here. Uh, I went to a Tinder date where the lady showed up. She was high as hell. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, that's funny in itself. That's funny as hell. High as shit, and she had. I mean, if you're if this happens to you, it's absolutely fine. But she had like a massive cold sore going on. Oof. And I was like, "All right, good. This is great. Got some good conversation here. Uh, let's share a plate of nachos." I was like, "Maybe we should get our own things." Did you really? What? Did you get your own things? No, we shared a plate of nachos, and I was like. Trying to just oh, yeah. pick the ones closest to you and that she 
Nasty. Although, with her hands touching it, that's, oh, but hands, mouth, hands, mouth, yeah. She had no hands. Oh, God, she got so she was like, <laughs> did she have good conversation? Horrid. Really? Horrid. I was just slamming drinks. Did you make out afterwards? No. Okay. Uh, it's uh, weird. I don't know being high as shit. That's disrespectful. It was. Yeah, don't turn up to your first date high as balls. Red eyes. And I was like, oh, dude. Like, it's like we agreed. There's certain, like... Etiquette. Yeah. Like, maybe shower. That's a good one. Yeah. Be clothed. Don't yeah. smell so bad. Don't be high. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really disrespectful. Don't be on the run from the police. That's like turning up drunk to a date. That's somehow more. You'd accept that more? Oh, I don't know. I'd expect someone being high. Uh, respect someone being high than drunk. If they're like, hey. <laughs> yeah, but drunk, you can be sloppy. Oh, it's just like real just, bad. Oof. You want to hear my worst date? Yeah. When I was young, I was a teen. <laughs> I was a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was trying to. Oh, never mind. That's just funny. It just got me for some reason. I was young. <laughs> I was a teen. I was a teen, and um, I, uh, I I was aiming to. Um, so I was dating a girl. You were going for uh, an old fashioned. Well, I'll get to that. I was a young gentleman. I I must have been around sixteen, fifteen, maybe. And I, I I met this. You know when you have like a girlfriend in school, but you only date in school. Does that you know what I mean? Yes, I right. know exactly what you mean. <laughs> okay, good. I have one that's real bad. <laughs> okay, right, you're like only date in school. You'll hang around in school and you'll hold each other's hands in school, and maybe you'll make out. But outside of school, you just don't talk to each other. Well, I was dating a girl in school, but we decided to <laughs> date to go on a date, a proper date. Hey, outside of school. I know. So we went. Her idea or hers? Uh, it was actually my idea. Well, I love it. I know. My pimp had strong. Um, so I went to this, we went, we went to this fair, this like local fair. There was like roller coasters and games you could play and shit. And there was a big wheel. What do you call them here? What's it? Mm. Do you call them big wheel? No, not big wheels. What the fuck are they called? We, wheelathons. <laughs> what are they called? Ferris wheel? Ferris wheel. There's a, there's a big Ferris a big wheel. big wheels. Is the bike. <laughs> right. Is a, Oh, the bike. Big wheel bike. Got it. That's right. So there was a Ferris wheel. It wasn't that big, but it was a, it was a Ferris wheel. And I was just like, you want to go on the Ferris wheel? That's, you're checking the boxes, man. Nailing checking them. Checking them good. And she's like, hell yeah, I want to go on the Ferris wheel. I was like, hell yeah, you do. So we got on the Ferris wheel. And this, by the way, is a long Ferris wheel. It makes you go round and round and round. Because they know what you're getting up to. You know what? Respect. So I, I start I started smooching. <laughs> she's smooching me. I'm smooching her. We're going to Smooch City. Right? And um as a uh as a as a, a, a young gentleman, as a teen, uh I decide now's the time. I'm gonna go for something a little extra. Oh my goodness. I now, think I know what's gonna happen. I'm a foolish man. Uh-huh. Because typically, if you're making out with a a, a, a girl and you, you you've only dated her in school, typically you would go for some over-the-shirt boob action. And not on a Ferris wheel. Not on a Ferris wheel. For the first time. No. You'd go for some quick boobage. I, being the fucking idiot that I was, I decided to go for some down-the-pants. Holy in, mackerel. In the pants. The balls on this man. <laughs> we're we're Less balls, more stupidity. With that. No, nothing. 
Hadn't, hadn't, hadn't seen, hadn't touched, hadn't heard hide nor hair. <laughs> was that your game plan going in, or did something just No, I think I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> so, instead of doing something yes. nice, yes. you didn't go lower. No. So, I, uh, I, 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 I slowly started making my way down to Paradise City, where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. And I got to the waistband. And I, I'm not, why am I miming it? Gross. Um, I got to the waistband and I, you know, I was, I was creeping, I was creeping. And she went, no. Oh, those, that's, that's a word and, right there. And she gripped my hand oh my with, a, with a kung fu grip, ferocious, like a silverback. And she said, no, not that. And I went, I'm so sorry. And she goes, it's okay. It's my time of the month. Okay. So I went. If it wasn't your time of the month, you'd let me. I didn't say that to her, but I thought that. So I said, bingo, bango. So we we made out. We continued to make out, but I kept my hands to myself. Yeah. Okay. We continued. We got off the Ferris wheel. It was a good day. I enjoyed it, you know, as a, as a gentleman. Making out for like fucking 15 minutes with a girl. It's kind of cool. Yeah, back then. Whew. And um, so we got off the Ferris wheel. And I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. So we walked around, went on a few more rides. I believe, if I remember correctly, I won her a little gift. Man. Threw a ball up some coconut or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, won her a fucking fluffy whatever. And uh, I was like, this is fucking dope. And I said to her, I go, this is really nice. I said, we should date more outside. She goes, yes, we certainly should. She goes, perhaps we can do something next week. Man. I went, yes. And then we went. Our separate ways. We, uh, we, I gave her a quick kiss. I said, "See you." She said, "See you." Great date. So technically, I would go. That the only bad bit about the date was when I went for the plunge, and she said, "Hell no." I got home. My phone rang. Mm-hmm. Oh god! I went. My phone's ringing. She must want more. And I didn't think. I didn't even think it was her. I went. Hello. She goes. Hi. I said. Oh god. Just, what? How are you? She goes. Yeah. I'm gonna have to dump you. And I went. Hmm? She goes, yeah, no, I can't, I can't see you anymore. And I said, why? She, instead of giving it me with both barrels and being, being, uh, manning up and giving me the true reason, she goes, oh, my dad doesn't want me to date anyone. And you know what I did? The dumbest thing a man can do. A 15-year-old boy, I went, can you put your dad on the phone? Yeah. She said, no, he's not here. So I immediately went, you're bullshitting, you're lying, so nothing to do with your dad. Didn't say that to her, just thought it. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, no. I was just like, oh, okay, can, you know, can uh, can I do anything? Like, can we work it out? Can we? She says, no. She was like, I guess I'll see you around school. Mm-hmm. Over with. I was, I was destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then I made out with a friend about a month later. That's what you get. Yeah, I never saw her again either. <laughs> So did you figure out what happened there? I don't know what I did, unless it was the 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 over the top attempting to do something. Maybe I was being too forward. You know what? You know in the Matrix when the ladies like the oracles like, don't worry about that vase. Yes. And he goes, "What vase?" And that's it. And if yeah, goes, you know, would really if I hadn't told you make about your noodle. Yeah, what she says, that's right. Is would I have broken it if I hadn't said anything? Yeah. I didn't get that when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Much later, I went, holy fuck, yeah. did she make him do that? Maybe, I forget where I'm going with this, honestly, but maybe she wasn't wasn't her time of the month. Oh, I don't think it was. I don't, I, she I had that loaded. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she was just, you know, what ladies are like. 
dirty fucking lies. <laughs> the moral of the story <laughs> no i don't think it was i think she just didn't i think she got put off by it she wasn't a big fan look i i i, I ran before i could crawl that was bold i flew too close to the sun and unfortunately my wax wings they melted and then i was left single damn yeah and laura if you're out there i'm sorry i hope you're okay <laughs> You went for the you went for the gold at the end of the rainbow. And you know what? Years later, I used to go to a pub, and she used to DJ at the pub, and I saw her all the time. And you know what? She would talk to me. She'd be like, "Oh, hey, how are you doing?" And deep down, I never forgot. Yeah, I never forgot. I never forgave. That's what I was going to ask. Yes. Um, any any idea <laughs> what her DJ name was? Uh, DJ Heartbreaker. Pretty good. I, I don't know. I don't know what a DJ name was. <laughs> DJ um, downstairs. Exactly. Uh, last question, Alpha Rookie. Uh, shout out to Alpha Rookie as well. Good dude. Good dude. If I remember correctly, Rosman Quan is in Tiger Cage 2, chained to Donnie. Maggie Chung gets hauled around by Jackie Chan in Project A. Project A. Yes. Project A or Project A 2? Project A 2, I think. Uh, are they ever... Yeah, sorry. Are they, are they handcuffed in another movie? I don't think so. I think it's just Project A 2. So question is... Who would you want to be forcibly attached to? Maggie Chung or Rosamund Kwan? We know Maggie was your big crush. So, look. Look here. I just want to be chained to Laura. I miss her. Um, <laughs> He's uh, never going to forget. Uh, my, my crush, my forever crush, has always been Maggie Chung. Um, I think Rosamund Kwan is very, very cute. But Maggie Chung is uh, just, she was my crush when I was 13, and she's still my crush now. And uh, yeah, I think she's cute as a button. Uh, I think she went from being cute to a button, and now she's like a super elegant looking lady. Um, and yeah, it would be Maggie Chung all day. Uh, just Chung, Chung does it, does it for me. Mm. Yeah, Chung, Chung's and Roses. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. I blanked hard. Yeah. Uh, not to be racist. Chungo Jerry? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Uh, anyway. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Chungo Jerry in we, the summertime. We, we appreciate you all. Oh, should I read out the patrons? Yay! Yeah. Let me let me find the sweet, sweet patrons. Sweet. Just, just to let you know again, if you want to hear more of this utter madness... Um, you can go on to patreon.com forward slash tell you what, food for thought. I tell you what. Yes. It's a little uh, rocky when we go from you're the host with the most. Yeah. Talking about a movie. We talk about a movie. To us being complete knobheads. Yeah. And that transition's kind of weird. Yeah. So I think if we, like the fucking uh, uncut, we're in it. Yes. Uh, we were just, you and me, yes. talking shit. Yeah. I want that somewhere. You want an extended version of that? Just yeah. us talking shit for two hours. I think there's funny things that go, that happen. I, I think so, too. And maybe one day we'll have a podcast where it's just, just us just talking nonsense. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, maybe I could spearhead that one. Maybe. You want to be a host? I don't want to be a host. I just want... To talk to someone not hey there everybody i'm cyrus and i went to the bathroom too many times today but you talk to me what do you mean you want to talk to someone like no host things just like, chatting just yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. go. press 
play whenever. Yeah, I, I no host, a, a host in the shell. That's right. Yeah, that's what the podcast can be called. Um, we have wonderful patrons. They are beautiful people. They give us a, a little bit of money each month, and we appreciate them greatly. And these are their names. We got Miles, Alpha Rookie, who just asked a question. Uh, Nick, Shane, Nicholas, Amok Pal, Rama, Disconnected, Tristan, who is Martial Arts Film Freak, uh, Robert Christiansen, Art School Dropout, shout out to them. Eloquent, shout out to him. He's been on the channel. Go and watch his video. Don't be a dong. Uh, James, Don Jitsu, Tina, and Ben Benjamin, who just asked a question as well. That's Gandolfini the Grey. One of those names always gets me. I always think of Hans Christian Andersen. Nice. Nice. Robert okay. Christensen? Probably. Yeah. Who's yeah. the Who's the, the family that gets marooned? Swiss family Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have... I need to see a shrink. Yeah, definitely. It's not... Something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. You think I have dyslexia? I think you're... Um, no. There it is. I know. No. That R word was no. <laughs> I know that was up front. Uh, I know oh. it was in first class, and he had to put it back in coach. How does everyone feel about that word, by the way? How does everyone feel about that oh, word? It's still funny. It is. It's still funny. We're not talking about the the sexual assault. We're not we? talking about riceroni. No, we're talking about the calling someone of lesser intelligence. You know what we mean. In uh, music, it's when there's a pause. Between a one note to another note, it's called retard. Yes, and if something can't be set ablaze, it's flame retardant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And what if flames it? are being retarded, <laughs> that's what it meant, means. Yes. yes. It's saying, hold on. Yeah. Does that, like, does that word still upset people? I still yeah, think it really a, does. Yeah. But I think it's the mouth it comes out of. Yeah, I still think it's a funny word. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Because um, I would never say anything, anything bad about those people. The thought of doing that. Is funny because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Can you imagine actually doing that? Yeah, of course. Of course. It's you're just it's the terrible. devil. Yeah. What what else yeah, is there? Awful, awful. But if you call your friend one, it's funny. Yes, but you're supposed to. <laughs> uh thank you. If you call sorry, if you call something Yes. That's Oh yeah, I, if you stub your toe and call a table, yeah, that's <laughs> funny as hell. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. If you want to know what next week's episode, not next week, the week after, uh, if you want to know what the next episode is, I can tell you uh, as soon as I work out how to use my phone. We're going to go for a very interesting one next episode. We're going back to the 80s, but we're not doing a Hong Kong film. We're doing an American film from the 80s. Yes, we are doing... We're not going to watch No Retreat, No Surrender. We're not going to watch No Retreat, No Surrender 2. We are going to watch No Retreat, No Surrender 3, Blood Brothers. That's what we're going to watch. I think it's going to be a nice episode because, to be honest, I think it's going to be that combination of pointing out very stupid 80s shit and enjoying the fight scenes because the fight scenes in that film are fucking great. Isn't it? Uh, Keith Vitale is in it. And... Michael. Oh, uh, Lauren Avedon is also in it. You probably don't know them. Uh, you might know their faces. Uh, Lauren Avedon was in a film that we did. We did a film called King of the Kickboxers. You might not remember that one. He fights uh, the Tybo guy at the end, Billy Blanks. Yeah. Remember that one? Okay. Yeah, he's in it. Whoa, uh, that's where Billy Blanks is insane the whole time, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's there. There's some sort of wall or cage made out of bamboo. Yep, there sure is. Okay. There sure is. Uh, so, yeah, No Retreat, No Surrender 3 coming up next time. 
And then, I, I'll be honest with you, we got a whole bunch of episodes planned. I have the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine episodes Lord. planned. Um, it's two months of entertainment. That's also subject to change because we. More than that. Know, I'll t- yeah, you're completely wrong. Um, I will change a whole bunch of things uh, more than likely. But next time, No Retreat, No Surrender 3. If you want to know where you can find it, it's definitely on YouTube. Mm. Definitely on YouTube. If not, it's probably on Tubi or something. And if you want to watch the movie we just reviewed, it may or may not be on Daily Motion. I don't know. I'm saying it may or may not be. I'm also saying maybe I watched it there. <laughs> there you go. That's all I'm saying. Um, on that note, thank you very much, everyone. We appreciate you. Take care. And we will catch you when you do it. Next time. Nice. Oh, that was weird. I don't think I've done that one before.